0: Smartcast.
1: You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to Mint. I am Nasreen Sultana. I am an assistant editor at Mint. I keep a close track of all that is happening in the world of stock markets. You are listening to All Things Markets, where I speak to experts analyzing the big trends. Moving the stock markets. (music) Expectations of better September quarter corporate earnings, improvement in domestic economic macro data and strong global markets have improved investor sentiment. But now negotiations are halted for additional US stimulus until after the elections. Besides the US elections, Bihar elections in India is also going to bring some volatility in the stock markets. Are these one-time blips or are these key risks staring to halt the robust rally in Indian markets? To understand that, I'm in conversation with Thiraj Sastev, Managing Partner and CIO at Roha Asset Managers. Hi Thiraj, pleasure to have you. Welcome.
0: Hi, hello Nazreen.
1: So, Dheeraj, uh, we have seen a ma- major rally in the stock markets despite all the uh, issues uh, in the macro economy. But right now, the, the, there are a lot of issues and risks staring at the stock markets. Would you like to uh, take us through the challenges that Indian stock markets are, could be facing in the, in the next six months?
0: Okay, uh, see, given that equity market always precedes economic bottom, there will always be a disconnect between market rallies and ground level reality. Uh, So in general, uh, the market rally in the last six months indicates that it is focusing beyond short-term demand issues and seems to have factored in worst ever quarterly numbers. So of course, the corporate numbers are not going to be all that great across all the businesses. But what the market is reflecting that the worst may be behind and incrementally, as the factories are opening up and as the retail is uh, going uh, fearlessly for shopping and maybe in due course of time for eating or cinema watching, the market is responding to that. So we believe that this rally rally is likely to sustain a lot. But the rally too uh, uh, will have some interruptions in the form of financial sectors uh, like banks and NBFCs where part of the businesses have got impacted on account of COVID uh, and which in the December quarter numbers or the September quarter numbers will reflect how banks are faring in terms of borrowers repaying them uh, of the loans that they have borrowed, whether in the form of interest rates or part principal repayment. So the financial sector is facing challenges and the market is vulnerable to that part. So this rally can have sustainability-only issue because of the financial sector.
1: Right. Uh, But, Dheeraj, at the same time, there are a few big risks that probably in the next month there could be. First is the U.S. elections. Uh, uh, Then we also, in our own uh, uh, domestic front, we have the Bihar elections. And last time when there was a Bihar elections, we saw the kind of rally we we got. Of course, it was... uh, There were a lot of political reasons to it. Uh, Then you also mentioned about the corporate earnings. Do you think that this is a very uh, deadly combo or a cocktail uh, for investors to be on the sidelines?
0: It is never advisable for long-term investors to be on the sidelines. On the contrary, we believe that such volatility because of events like local elections or the the American elections, uh, which create volatility in the market, are great entry points for the investors. So we believe that one should be taking advantage of rather than being completely on the sidelines, because the sentiment reaction can offer great businesses uh, to, to correct and one should take it as an opportunity to invest in those companies. So we believe that despite the election volatility or election led volatility, there will be proactive reaction from global central bankers uh, in continuing to provide huge stimulus along with low interest rates uh, to enable uh, economic and market momentum to continue. So while it may be reasonable to see some sell-off or consolidation during election period or some kind of volatility, we do expect declines or corrections to be short-lived Given that, incrementally, factories, as I mentioned earlier, or shops are opening up amongst acceptance of COVID.
1: Uh, since uh, you know, FI money could be uh, probably tapering down because of the elections, you'd think there could be some uh, effect on the flows that comes to the stock markets?
0: Well, I think if you look at short term, the picture may be very contrasting to the long term uh, uh, historical trends. We believe that the FIF flows into the emerging markets is likely to only accelerate. One is because we are on on the dollar weakness to continue, which is a mother of all trends. Typically currency is the mother of all trends. And if that is likely to happen, you might see FIF flows going into the emerging markets on risk and take the risk on. Uh, So that is going to be the scenario over the next maybe couple of years. Uh, despite, you know, aberration of corrections or flows being halted in between. On the domestic side also, it's going to get replicated because the lower interest rates mean that the retail investors have no other alternate avenue for higher returns or yield. And so the asset allocation will keep on shifting to equities. We are still under-invested as a country uh, in equity as an asset class. The traditional form of investments like gold, real estate, fixed deposits still occupy a large part of asset allocation, And I think that is changing. With new millennium, if you actually look at it, the number of DMAT accounts, the number of brooking accounts which have got started, I think that has been phenomenal. And that shows incremental uh, equity culture rising uh, than in the past. Uh,
1: do you see... Uh- the trends in the DIA flows as any bit of cautionary there uh, because uh, month on month we are seeing there's an outflow from equities. Uh, like I mentioned, the SIPs have been declining. Uh, what are the concerns for the DIAs now when it comes for investing into stock markets? Uh, many say it's profit booking, but is it only profit booking?
0: I think this can change again now um, because the sentiments just change in no time. I mean, six months back, you were actually seeing stagnant flows and people worried about domestically, given the COVID situation, Hmm. what will happen to many of the businesses. And investing in equity is nothing but investing in businesses indirectly through equities. So the flow of money, obviously, for the mutual fund sector or the DIAs, as we call it, the large part uh, in the form of mutual funds, Uh, They saw some kind of a stagnant flow. But I think as the sentiment has started changing for the better, incrementally you are seeing flows coming back. They may may not be as vigorous, but uh, given the rally in the last six months, you might see typically retail investors join the party late. And that is what is going to happen. So we believe this uh, flows will change for the better. Again, the asset classes which are there as an alternative do not offer much of the yield or returns to the investors domestically, whether it is real estate or gold. Gold is one, obviously one of the only other investment that we can think of, which can benefit out of dollar weakness or uncertainty due to COVID globally. But apart from that, real estate or fixed deposits in low interest rate regime do not offer much, which means that apart from gold, you might see equities to sustain some kind of more flows from domestic yeah. investors.
1: Right. Uh, but in, in India, uh, the rally is not broad-based. That's being uh, highly criticized. Uh, it's only few few um, stocks which are kind of really taking the, uh, the benchmark indices higher up. Uh, and we know the names. Uh, do you see a broad-based rally, a rally catching up in our own markets? And if you see uh, a broad-based r- rally, which sectors you think would kind of join the
0: party? So typically, there is always a shift Uh, as the market spends more time in the rally, or the rally spends more time, uh, you might see the broader market also participating. So we do expect, and we have actually seen the small cap and the mid cap index in the last six months having a second stage of the rally after the index showed some kind of a movement. Uh, So we do expect this broad-based rally to sustain as more time passes uh, as far as the market rally is concerned. Uh, Typically, the first stage of the rally is confined to few companies, then the second stage is when the mid and the small cap and the value stocks also start participating. So the mean reversion is generally um, historically proved and as long as the business is sustainable cash flow, it is cash flow generating um, balance sheet and companies, I think the mean reversion will happen and the valuations will get corrected for those who are lagging behind. Uh, we do believe that a lot of businesses in the post-COVID world will continue to do well. Uh, we have seen agricultural-related companies that produce farm equipment like tractors, fertilizers, seeds, crop protection companies. Because of better monsoon, Narega scheme, MSP price hike will sustain the earnings growth. We also like specialty chemicals. We are living in a world where anti-China strategy is gaining momentum and India becomes an alternate source for global vendors um, to get their raw materials or products. So specialty chemicals is another area apart from textiles where the shift can happen from China to some of the Southeast Asian countries like um, Vietnam, Indonesia, including India in general. So we like the pharma, specialty chemicals, personal care, from uh, uh, businesses, agrochemicals uh, in the essential category, which are in the essential category. Pharma companies have done exceptionally well, particularly those in the API space, uh, and they will continue to sustain because, as I mentioned, China plus one strategy means um, they will continue to have India as an alternative base, and India has cost competence, chemistry skills in the pharma and chemical space so these are long term structural stories apart from that one interesting trend which is reversing is the autos now in the post covid world you will see actually more and more people willing to buy or have personal mobility like two wheelers and cars and we are already seeing in the last month almost 15 to 20% growth rates yoy uh, from large two wheeler and and car companies and that trend is going to catch even more vigorously during the festive season, which is an important demand scenario for automobiles. So people will tend to avoid public transport and there will be a preference for personal mobility. We have seen that trends like online car purchase inquiries go up from potential buyers, as per even Google data which is confirming it.
1: Right. So, Deeraj, I understand uh, you're talking about the maintaining social distance and distancing and people not not being very comfortable to travel in public transport. And hence, probably you are talking about the personal mobility space to kind of get good traction. Right. But there is also a segment of uh, the market who thinks that auto demand kind of uh, saw a bit of revival in the last few months is because of the pent up demand, A. Uh, and also probably it will fizzle out uh, as the pent up demand gets, get, uh, gets corrected. And uh, uh, do you agree to that? That's my first question. And second is, uh, because there is a widespread loss of income, job cuts everywhere, and uh, overall, the income of the economy is actually on a downtrend. In a situation like this where your household income is very low, do you think that uh, there would be an extra spend uh, on a product which is not essential?
0: You're right. I think partially we can attribute the demand improvement because of pent-up demand. Mm. But it is also the new demand and uh, replacement demand. So despite the fact that some part of the economy suffers from uh, job losses and income issues, the safety is taking precedence, which means that avoid public transport and take personal mobility, whether it is affordable cars or or two-wheelers, which are still affordable. Uh, in that sense uh, you are seeing the volume growth happening strongly, not only because of pent-up demand but also the new demand. So uh, despite some part of the economy suffering, as things are coming back and from safety uh, perspective as well, you are seeing demand improvement in the automobile sector.
1: Okay, all right. So, uh, Deeraj, one last question before we wrap this conversation is, uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, expectation from the rural sector that it will uh, help to uplift the economy. There are a lot of government packages supporting the rural uh, demand. But what about the urban demand? Uh, because the cases in urban demands are on a rapid rise, especially in the metros. And this is these are where the big ticket size purchases happen, be, be it on real, real estate or auto. The luxury cars go to the generally to the urban areas, and so on and so forth. Uh, Also, the infrastructure, the capital goods, everything is kind of uh, skewed towards urban demand. Uh, What, according to you, uh, will the urban demand look like at the end of FY21?
0: So, in urban areas, definitely certain businesses will take longer time to come back. So, one is businesses like tourism, even cinema multiplexes, despite Maharashtra government allowing load oh. occupancy and maintaining social distance for multiplexes to operate but they will take time to recover media advertising being discretionary will take time commercial vehicle segment in autos uh, will take time to recover because you're still not seeing you know dramatic moment of uh, of cargo demand or goods and services though E-way bill shows a lot of recovery yeah. uh, real estate sector which has been impacted very badly especially the local builders are also seeing some kind of a bottoming out, especially on the residential demand. Oh. Though office commercial demand will take time because work from home has been a structural shift and culture now being easily adapted. So there oh. are these pockets where one, can, where one can actually feel that they will take longer time to come back. So it's better to avoid such businesses for now till we see a normalization of uh, economic coming back completely. But in other sense, the urban demand from groceries to essential commodities to, um, to autos uh, to agricultural demand within urban, uh, in the urban centers, etc., I think that continues and remains fairly stable. Uh, so we don't believe that, um, you know, urban demand has materially taken a backseat.
1: So, Deeraj, on that note, thanks a lot for uh, giving us time and sharing those insightful conversations about the economy and the stock markets. Thanks for giving us time.
0: Thanks for having me. Thank you so much.
1: For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at lifemint.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at nasreenstory Story. You can also reach out to us at Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast.
0: HT Smartcast.